Hey everyone, welcome to the Kamono Health Podcast. I am your host, Sarah Kamono, and I'm back with another awesome episode. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but your girl is tired. I feel overly exhausted, overly stressed out. I feel burnt out. I don't even understand why I feel like this, but the way I feel right now is perfect for today's episode because it perfectly describes my 2020. And yeah, so that's what we're going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about what 2020 has taught me. And it's just going to be a good one. It's going to be a great one. Hopefully, you'll be able to relate to what I'm about to say and also resonate with what I'm about to say. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get into it. So, I know everybody has been saying this, but it is true. And I'm also going to add my two cents on this. 2020 has taught me to do whatever I need to do when I have the opportunity to do it. Because you just never know. There's so many things that I had held back thinking that I had time to do it. And then by the time we got to March 2020, we were put into lockdown. And that taught me to honestly achieve what I want to achieve, go for what I want to go for, do what I need to do, and just live my life in the moment instead of always waiting for the perfect moment. Hmm. And I know a lot of people have been talking about this and saying this, but it's honestly the truth because we miss out on great opportunities when we try to wait for the perfect moment. So let me tell you guys a little story, like an example of what I actually mean. So I got my learners in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. I got my learners in 2018 and, and it was supposed to expire this this year in August. And I knew that I needed to get my driver's license while my learners were still valid. But baby girl kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it because I really thought I had time. I was like, oh, I have two years until my um, my learners expires. What's the rush? And even when this year started, I still thought I had time. I was like, oh, my learners is expiring in August. I still have time. Nothing to worry about. Then Corona happened. And then we were put in lockdown in March. And I couldn't get my driver's license. And by the time we got to August, my learners expired. So now I have to go back to the license department and do my learners once again. And then apply for my driver's license and then do a driver's license test. And I'm really annoyed with myself for that because I had all the time in the world to do that. But I didn't. I kept pushing it. I kept waiting for the perfect moment. And now, look, I have to study for my learners again. 
and go do my learnings again and hopefully hopefully pass again first try out you know so that has just really been the biggest lesson for me to just go for what I want to achieve if I have ideas if I have goals instead of just waiting for the perfect moment or for when I'm going to have a certain amount of money or or resources or whatever I'm not going to wait for that anymore I'm going to go ahead and do what I need to do and I'm going to live in the moment you know because that's all it's about like if you didn't learn this lesson this year I don't know baby you gotta learn it right about now whatever you're holding off right now I'm telling you go ahead and do it start that business apply at that university apply for that job I don't know but go do it if you want to go bungee jumping if you want to go skydiving or whatever you want to do, go ahead and do it. If you want to get your driver's license, go ahead and get your driver's license. Do not wait for the perfect moment. I am encouraging you to go ahead and achieve all that you you deserve to achieve. So that's just one of the things that 2020 has taught me. Now, moving right along. Child, 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 I just realized that I am the angry black woman. And you know, I am honestly fed up. I'm angry and I'm holding so much anger in my body right now. And... I am just thrilled that I have finally acknowledged this. I know that as a society, we are trying to get away from from people calling us black women angry. But I'm going to go ahead and claim it and say that I am angry. I am angry and I'm holding so much anger inside of me and I'm happy that I'm acknowledging this because now I can move on to releasing this anger in the most healthy way. I think that's very important because when you don't know or you 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 haven't come into terms into accepting that you are angry, then you project that anger into other things. And the anger keeps accumulating without you even releasing this anger in the most healthy way. So I've accepted it. I'm the angry black woman. Everything makes me angry and upset. I hate how society treats us black women how society doesn't support us how society doesn't stand up for us like we stand up for everybody else but nobody stands up for us we stand up for others and we stand up for ourselves and i'm tired and i'm angry and yeah if you are like me 
and you you're sitting here and you listening to this and you're like, oh my goodness, I too am the angry black woman. We're not alone in this. And I wish healing and peace for us black women. I really do. I think it's about time we put ourselves first. We truly take care of ourselves and not wait for someone else to do it for us. Because it feels like the world is refusing to listen to us. We're marching, we're crying, we're using our voices, but it just feels like nobody wants to listen to us. And that, it makes me angry. And I'm not even angry. Like, my my anger is not only for, like, the injustice that happens in the world, but my anger also comes from all aspects of life, like everything that I'm going through right now, the people in my life that are not bringing me any peace or any sort of peace, the fact that I am fighting every day to just thrive in this society, all of that stuff is really pissing me off. I didn't want to use the word pissing off, but I just did. I I just had to because that's how I feel and I have to be honest with how I feel. And yeah, I am the angry black woman. Another thing that 2020 has taught me is to create boundaries, to place boundaries Like, I feel like the theme for this year is boundaries for me. All my life, I've always avoided to say no, to ask what I want, what I need, to tell people that I don't appreciate the way they treat me or speak to me. I've always avoided that. Because I was afraid of looking like the bad guy. And look where it got me. I am in shambles. I'm a mess now because of that. I was never taught to place boundaries and to uphold boundaries and to never allow anyone to step those boundaries I was never taught that so obviously it's really not my fault I'm not gonna beat myself up for it but it's about time that I use my voice and I say no I don't want to I don't appreciate you speaking to me like this I don't appreciate you treating me like this Because I reached a stage in my life where people feel comfortable and way too comfortable to speak to me however they want to speak to me or treat me however they want to treat me. People can't even take no for an answer. 
people are just too comfortable. They they just too comfortable around me. And that's about to change. I've made a vow to myself and I owe it to myself to create boundaries. Healthy boundaries. And to surround myself with people who are willing to respect the boundaries that I have placed. That's the vow I've made for myself. And if you're not going to you're not going to respect my boundaries, you have to go. I hate to be the person that cuts people out. I really do. I really do hate being the person that's quick to cut people off, but I've had enough. I deserve respect. Not because of any title, not because of money or anything like that, but I deserve respect simply for existing. And if I'm not going to get the respect that I deserve, and if people won't reciprocate that respect for me, you have to go. You know, a lot of people feel that they can do whatever they, the hell they want around me. And they go about their business. They do whatever they need to do for themselves. But when I put myself first, when I say no, it becomes a problem. I am not having those type of people anymore in my life. I am ready to say no. And if you are listening to this and you are like me and you're afraid of placing boundaries because you're scared of looking like the bad guy, I am encouraging you to use your voice. You are a human being just like they are. They are not above you. And what's the worst that could happen? Honestly. It's not like you're going to drop dead for just saying no. Don't be afraid of people. Don't be scared of people. You are a child of God. You are a human being. You deserve to be treated with dignity and respect. You are worth way more than what these people are doing to you. So I encourage you to use your voice to place boundaries. The theme for this year is boundaries. I'm all about boundaries this year. And if you don't like it, keep stepping. Yep. I am not going to compromise my peace, my joy for the sake of others. It ends now. I deserve my peace of mind. I deserve to experience people who are willing to add on to the peace that I want. I've noticed that the more you grow, the more you want peace. I don't know if you are growing and you still want drama in your life. I don't know, baby. I I don't know. That's on you. But 
This side, mm-mm. the more I grow, the more I mature, the more I want peace. Because life is full of trouble. Life is hard as is. So I don't need people who will who will add onto that trouble or onto that hardship. I don't need people like that. Like if I am struggling to find a job, that's fine. Whatever. If I'm chasing a career or running a business and that's hard, that's okay. But I'm not going to have people who are willing to disrupt my peace. That's not going to happen. That like people who are willing to just be chaotic and disruptive. Their job is to just be this uh, disruptive and, and destructive. You know, I'm trying to look for all the best adjectives to describe these type of people, but I'm not going to have those type of people. And I know that I cannot control everybody. I mean, you can't control everyone. And and I know that I won't be, I won't be able to fully control every person in my life, but I need to do what I can do. I need people to understand that Nope, don't play that side. Don't play around Sarah. No, 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 no. She's not she's not here for this energy. I need people to understand that. And that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to do. I need people to step up. I'm only trying to deal with trying to live my purpose. That that's all I'm just trying to deal with. And I'm only trying to deal with with living a life that is pleasing to God. That's all I'm trying to deal with. I'm just trying to deal with, with my own personal problems. I ain't trying to deal with other people's problems or people causing chaos and trouble and drama in my life. I'm not here for that energy. And I encourage you to do the same. Say no to drama. Say no to disruptive people. Create boundaries. Make sure that they stay away from you because they are distracting you from living the life you want to live. Instead of focusing on your career, instead of focusing on your spiritual life, instead of focusing on your mental health, you're not too busy thinking about who said what, who did what to you. Instead of focusing on yourself, now you're thinking about this person who disrupted your peace. We're not doing that anymore. We are not doing that anymore. Uh Uh-uh. I refuse. I say no. Another big theme for me this year was friendships. I'm obviously going to have an episode where... I talk about friendships and I'm probably going to have my friends on the show as well. But I thought I should just highlight a few aspects of what 2020 taught me in regards to the type of friends I want to keep and the type of person 
I want to be and need to be for my friends. And I re-evaluated a lot about my relationship with my friends. And I'm so grateful to have people outside of family who are there for me. And just like any relationship, friendship also needs to be maintained. And it can get hard, it can get sticky, and it can also be really fun and amazing. It's honestly just like any relationship. Like, like I I treat my friendships very seriously because not being in the right friendship or having the right friendship atmosphere can really have an effect on you. And I really had to reevaluate my expectations for my friend from my friends and also we had discussions about what we expect from each other. It's one thing that I really love about my friends is that we communicate. I don't, I, it's like sometimes I feel like maybe we don't see it, but I think we do. We communicate, or we had a day where we just communicated what we expected from each other. And sometimes it's really hard having conversations like this. Like sometimes it's really hard just being honest and raw and open with your friends. Like, hey, listen, this is what I expect from you. Or listening to your friends tell you what they expect from you. And sometimes it can be really hard to have conversations like that. But I think it's very important. It's very important to create a safe space around the people you are growing with, you know. You've chosen these people to do this life thing with. And these conversations have to be had. The one time my friends and I spoke about creating a safe space for each other. Because I know what it feels like to be in a friendship where you feel like you can't be yourself like you can't fully be yourself there's always has to be some sort of reservations you know it's a reservation like being reserved yeah i'm right so i just want my friendship group to be a safe place like i know when i'm with my girls it is safe i feel safe i feel heard i feel seen I don't need to hide certain parts of myself. And I get it. You're not going to always share everything with your friends. And in friendship, people have different types of friendships. You know, one individual can have friends for this reason or that reason. You know, and that's okay. That's perfectly fine. That's perfectly healthy. But I always want... I always want my girls to feel safe around me and I want to feel safe around them.
I want them to feel heard and seen by me. And I want to feel seen and heard by them. I think that's very important. And I went through a period where I was deliberately sabotaging my friendship. Because of something else. Instead of dealing with that something else directly. I decided to use all my energy in sabotaging my friendship. And thank God I've always been the person who communicates when I'm acting way, way. (laughs) You know, when I'm acting a bit funny, when I'm moving funny. Like I've always been the person to communicate. I've always been the person to like call my friends and let them know, hey, I know I've been acting funky lately. Here's why I've been acting funky. I really appreciate that about myself. I've been like that since high school. If I move funny, after a while when I'm done moving funny, I'll call my friends. I know I've been moving funny. This is why I've been moving funny. And I really learned from myself to be better and to do better. So that is something that I had to deal with this year. So I really appreciate my friends. I appreciate the effort we put in for each other. I appreciate our sisterhood. It's not perfect, but that's fine. Because perfection is boring anyways. So, yeah, that's what I had to say about friendship. And hopefully I'll have them on the show. And we're going to have a good love, good conversation, honest conversation. And it's going to be a great one. So let's talk about podcasting and how it's so crazy that God can literally use just one person to help you live your purpose. Before I even started the Kimono Health Podcast, if you listen to my first episode, I speak about how Bernice, who is the founder of The podcast does settles, but a queen doesn't. How she reached to me and asked me to be on her podcast as a guest. And now, Marty, who is the founder of Marty Inspires Podcast, has also reached out to me to be on her podcast. And I am so grateful, I am thrilled, I am excited, and I am honestly so proud of myself because one of my biggest insecurities is speaking in front of people or to people. I am insecure about being interviewed. My insecurity lies in me not being able to articulate myself well. I'm very insecure about how I how I speak, how how I articulate myself and I feel like I struggle with putting words together to create a coherent sentence. I hope I'm using the word coherent right. 
But like I'm always so scared about how I construct my sentences. And that's why I don't like participating in debates, for example. Even if I have a point, even if I know what is the correct answer or whatever, I'm just not going to say anything because I'm always so scared about how I articulate myself. And I'm afraid of looking like a fraud, like I don't know what I'm talking about. So I've always like shied away from using my voice. But I'm I'm the type of person to also get myself out of my comfort zone. And that's why I'm pushing myself like this. And every time someone reaches out to me to interview me, it's not even like every time when someone reaches out to me, but when Bernice reached out to me, I was so nervous because I was like, oh my gosh, if I don't articulate myself well, then I will sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. And then when Marty also reached out to me, I almost bailed out again because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I can do this because I don't articulate myself very well and I don't want to sound like a fraud. I don't want to sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. So that is just like a huge insecurity of mine. And the reason why I'm even speaking about it is because I saw someone I follow on Instagram. I forgot their handle, but they spoke about this in their stories about how they shy away from opportunities of when they are forced to speak in English because this person speaks French. They can also speak English, but they prefer to speak French because they feel that they don't articulate themselves well in English. And when this person shared the story, it encouraged me to also share my stories about my story about how I also feel like I don't articulate myself very well and I struggle with that. And I'm so afraid of sounding like a fraud, like I don't know what I'm talking about, but I know what I'm talking about. It's just I'm not constructing my sentences properly. So that is like one of my biggest insecurities, but I am pushing myself. Um, I'm really pushing myself and I know that the more I speak in front of people, the more I use my voice, the better I'm going to get. Yeah, because I don't even like public speaking. It's one of my greatest fears and that's because I'm afraid of not articulating myself well. So I'm really proud of myself for pushing and for doing what I'm doing, for not backing down on opportunities. And I know that I'm going to grow and be better than what I am right now. And right now where I'm at... I'm doing just fine. I'm doing just fine. I'm doing well enough for myself and I'm happy about it. And for anyone listening to this, if you also have an insecurity like me, I'm telling you, get yourself out of your comfort zone. The only way for you to grow is for you to actually just face your fears. You really have to face it head on. Face it. And you will see that 
it's actually not that bad. You're not going to die. The worst thing that could happen to you is if you die, but you're not going to die. So go ahead and get yourself out of your comfort zone. This is what the Kimono Health Podcast is all about. It's about pushing us out of our comfort zone to be the best versions of ourselves, to achieve all that we want to achieve. And I'm truly and honestly really proud of myself and I celebrate my every win. And yeah, please go check out both episodes, the one where I am on on dust dust settles but a queen doesn't and also the Marty inspires podcast go check out those two podcasts i'm on there and it's just such beautiful conversations with the ladies so can we talk about something that i thought about today in the shower i was just thinking about relationships romantic relationships and it's not even that I just realized but it was just a thought that it's so important to marry someone who thinks similar to you like I was just thinking and I'm like I cannot be with someone who doesn't think similar to me who doesn't have the same interest as me or similar interest to me and who doesn't advocate or stand for things that I believe in. Like, I cannot be with someone like that. And and I know that there has to be some differences between you and your partner. I get that. But it's so important to be similar to your partner. Like, you cannot be thinking left and he's thinking right. A relationship like that does not work and for me this type of thinking or the partner who usually thinks the totally opposite for me I know I say a lot of things about men but it has it's men like if you it's just a thought like if you feel that no I'm just being off right now let me know but I feel like if you marry a man who doesn't think similar to you because they are the ones who usually have and like they usually uphold ancient beliefs and ideas or what or, or even concepts men are usually the one who con- like men are usually the one who the ones who say oh a woman's place is is in the kitchen you know and i think it's important to m- if you don't believe in that, I think it's important for you to not be with someone who thinks like that. Don't even think that they, they're going to change over time because they won't. And even these younger men, like men of our generation, they think like men from back in the days. They think like our fathers. And it bothers me so much that we are in the 21st century, it's 2020, and you still get men who still uphold these beliefs that are just so, I don't even know what word to use, but I think it's so important to just marry a man who thinks similar to you. Very, very important. It was just a thought that I had 
this morning and I thought I should just talk about it here and I'm gonna have an episode where I talk about relationships, red flags and all that kind of stuff but I just wanted to add this in here because it doesn't matter how how like strong-willed you are as a woman and how forward thinking you are but if you marry a man who doesn't think like you he's gonna bring you down he's gonna bring you down he's gonna discourage you and you're not gonna be the same next thing you're gonna start thinking that a woman's place is in the kitchen i don't know if you guys have other thoughts on this and you think i'm just being way off let me know let's keep the conversation going Well, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, for listening. I am so sorry if I sound really tired in this podcast. And if you are like me, I want you to understand that rest is necessary and that rest is not a reward. It's something that is supposed to be part of your life. A lot of the times we overwork ourselves and we think that rest is a reward when actually it is so necessary we need to rest for me rest is radical especially during this this time i see a lot of people talking about resting a lot of people encourage us to rest and this hustle culture is really driving us insane this hustle culture is taking us away from living a life of rest where we just incorporate rest i think we need rest culture the fact that there's hustle culture we need rest culture and i need to rest and i will rest thank you so much for listening please don't forget to subscribe to rate to review and to share this podcast and i will be back in the next episode for another great one ciao